You are listening to the Balkan Bread Podcast. This is a podcast created to connect diaspora worldwide by sharing each other's stories. Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of the Balkan Bread podcast. My name's Amina, and thank you guys so much for being here. So we are still in quarantine. I think we've recorded maybe three or four episodes like this, so not really sure how long this is going to go on, but I am thankful that I'm able to record podcasts and still have guests on the show. So today's episode is going to feature one of our fellow Balkan boss babes. We actually did a blog post with her back in the fall. You guys have probably heard of her book, which we are going to talk a lot about on this episode. So Super excited. Adela is a Bosnian-American poet. She was born in Tuzla and her family came to the United States as refugees in 2001. She's a full-time college student and a published author. Her poetry book, Boxed Memories, was released last August and landed a spot on Amazon's top 20 bestsellers list overnight. So super excited to have you on the episode. Adela, how are you doing? Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. How are you? I'm good. Just, you know, trying to hang in there during this, (laughs) during this time. (laughs) Um, But hopefully we're able to, you know, give people some advice and kind of talk about, you know, talking about your book and also mental health, which if you guys didn't know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So very important. Definitely go back and listen to the other podcast episodes that we've done. We did one This past week um, on self-love, and we have another one talking about mental health. So in case you need something else to do, very good time to go back and listen to those. So I kind of gave you an intro, but is there anything else you want to say, just kind of introducing yourself to our listeners? Um, I think that intro was perfect. I like the (laughs) humble flex about the Amazon bestsellers list. (laughs) yeah no that's that's amazing like can you literally like you're 21 years old and casually you just got you know landed on him like that that's insane like that's crazy I was like you know those books that we would make in like elementary school where everybody in the class does a page and then like the parents buy it do you know what I'm talking about Oh, yes, yes. I know exactly. So that's what I thought this was going to be like. I thought it was going to be like, I'm going to make this and like, you know, a couple of my friends will get it. My mom will get it. And like, that'll be it. And then when I got the notification and I saw like it was on Amazon's bestseller, I was like, is somebody pranking me? Like, (laughs) I was like, is this right? You're like, is there another Adela Muhic out there? That yeah, I just I was refreshing, to like I swear, this. I'm like refreshing it so many times. I'm checking on like everybody's phones. I'm like, this, there's no way this is real. But I swear that is the power of the Balkan community. Like they did that, I swear. Oh, that's awesome. It's good when we see what happens when we all come together and yeah. support each other. And instead of just, 
I don't know. I feel like sometimes people kind of get caught up in their ego and maybe they don't want to support a certain business or a certain person or whatever it might be. But I think when we all really just band together, it's really insane what we can accomplish. And just, you know, from doing these podcasts and hearing other people's stories and just this brand in general, it's absolutely insane to me. Like there are, I can't remember the exact number, but just looking at the amount of people who were born in Bosnia and now live elsewhere in the world like that number is huge it's ins- it's absolutely insane so anyway that's great um really excited to talk more about your book but before we get into that when did you first become interested in writing like was that always something that you were passionate about yeah um and like i mentioned in that blog post that we did it's like writing has just always been an escape from me from like everything that's going on in the world And ever since literally like elementary school, I've always been writing countless stories. And even through like middle school and high school, I was just always so obsessed with doing that. And I think just more in high school was when um, I started struggling with like my mental health and I was like really depressed and writing in a way kind of like saved me from that. It just let me escape to a different world and like let out all of my feelings into that and yeah, like, it's just, it's always been there for me. And it's something that I've always loved. And like, for as long as I can remember, I've been so in love with it. Yeah, just like keeping journals. And yeah, doing that yeah for sure. Thing always helps. That's awesome. So writing has always been there, which is great. I think it's definitely something that no matter what you're going through, it can help, Um, you know, just writing it out. And there are things where, I look back in my journal at stuff I wrote, like, I don't even know, two years ago. And sometimes I'm like, oh, wow, I can't believe, you know, I was worried about that. Or, wow, look how things ended up, like, working out. Or, like, sometimes I read it. And to be honest, I don't even know what I was talking about (laughs) or why I was upset. I'm like, what is this? Like, there have been, I swear, swear, like, I've gone back and I'm like, oh, my God, I don't understand why I was so upset about this. Like, this is just crazy. So, Anyway, to your point, I think having that as a way to like reflect is pretty, pretty cool as well. So when did you have that moment or was there a moment or was it just something where you kind of knew you always wanted to do it? Um, Just when did you decide like, I want to write this book? So I've always known ever since high school, I was always like really obsessed with writing short stories. And I knew I wanted to have something published. I just didn't know what. And um, I can remember like literally even like my freshman year of high school, I was I was so obsessed with all my English teachers. And I remember telling my English teacher in ninth grade, like, I'm going to have a published book. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. But I just didn't know like what I wanted to do or how I wanted to do it. And when I was in Bosnia last year, so I went for three months just because like I really needed it. And um, my mom understood and she sent me to Bosnia. And whenever I was in Bosnia and I finally, like, managed to overcome my depression, um, that first Mm -hmm. poem that I wrote that we also talked about in the blog post, which I woke up at, like, 4 a.m. and I wrote it. um, As soon as I wrote that poem, like, in that moment, I was just, like, I felt like everything was lifted off of me. And then also in that moment, I was, like, I want to get this out into the world. And I was, like, I don't know I'm going to do it, but I just know I want to do it. And then from that, like that day after, I just started like compiling everything that I wanted to put in there and everything I wanted to like 
ad and stuff like that and it just yeah after that just like when I came back to the states I just kind of like made it happen that's awesome so wait did you go in 2019 or 2018 um I went in the wait when did I go (laughs) (laughs) because you published the book in August of last year right okay yeah okay okay hold on so I went (laughs) March and I came back in oh okay June I believe yeah I went March 2019 and I came back in June and then the book was published in August gotcha that's a pretty quick turnaround though like that's I mean of course we'll get more into I guess the publishing process and just kind of how you went about that but I think that's awesome and I think that's a great example of just taking an idea that you had and you know it all started with this one poem that you wrote and you probably weren't thinking too much about it at the time and then after reading it you know just oh my gosh like this is kind of the start of what I want to write about and what I want to share and I guess I guess too like did you find that going back was like very therapeutic for you and that's kind of maybe what helped like I guess get these poems out there Yeah, definitely. Um, I just think being here, I don't know, I just I had so many issues here with like, it it was just I had so many personal issues, like my depression was just taking over and I was cutting off all my friends. And I was just like, not even wanting to spend time with my family or anything like it's just I was in such like the lowest place I've ever been. And my grandma was actually here like she came to visit. And it was a week before she was about to leave. Like one day I woke up and I was just like, I want to go with her to Bosnia and my mom was like why and then I was just like I don't know but I just like I need to I was like I can't be here anymore like I need I just like need to get away from all this like I need to figure out like what's going on with me you know just stuff like that Mm -hmm. and after like I talked to my mom about it she was really really understanding and she bought me a ticket and then like a week later I left with my grandma and um I was over there for three months and it was just it was so nice to get away and be away from like everything here that I like mm-hmm. all the it felt like I was getting away from my issues um yeah but while I was over there I realized you know like no matter like where I run to like I was the one with the issues in my head like I have to figure myself out you know and like going to Bosnia it did help like getting a change of scenery But at the end of the day, like, it was still, like, all in my head. Like, I had to fix myself first. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. But I think, too, like, it's, you know, you're running. eh, I don't know if you're running away, per se. I mean, yeah, like, figuratively. Figuratively, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but it's like you're still carrying, you know, whatever was going on inside of your head or just, you know, mentally, emotionally. Like, everything is still there. But I do think that traveling and going somewhere new like that's the one thing that I've always loved about traveling and I think a lot of people can say the same is just being able to go somewhere else and it's like suddenly your problems like they don't seem so big or you might just like meet someone and then think about you know a certain situation differently just because of something that that person said like definitely I mean I actually I did something similar to like after my dad passed away I was supposed to go to Bosnia anyway like two days after that happened which I didn't go two days after but I went two weeks after and I stayed for like I think about three months as well um and that really helped a lot like it was definitely still hard like there were times where I just had to like 
lock myself in the bathroom and cry. But at the end of the day, it was really helpful. And it put a lot of things into perspective. And also just being around family at that time was really helpful. So um, I think that's awesome. So you went to Bosnia, you had this poem that you had written, and suddenly that poem kind of became the catalyst for the rest of the book. So did you find that you had a writing process that you kind of stuck to? And we kind of already touched on just how long it took to write it, because it sounds like you wrote it pretty quickly. Yeah. um, So the thing with Box Memories is there's a lot of poems in there that I wrote after I overcame my depression that like made it into the book. But there's also a lot of poems that I wrote from like for the past couple of years that I've just been like compiling. Um, So when it was like when it came to what I wanted to put in there, I did put a lot of this new material that I wrote within like maybe two months. Um, But I also have like a lot of like material that I wrote like a couple years ago um, that like doesn't really pertain to Um, the current situation that I was in but I just wanted to have it in there because it was like this is something that I went through so my like ideal writing process is I love to get up go early to Barnes Noble get my Starbucks sit down and get my journal out and start writing and just like put myself in this like zone but usually how it happens is it's like it's usually at like 3 or 4 a.m. after I'm done having a mental breakdown. That's usually when I get my best material. Yeah. <laughs> I just stick to that like I'm going to get up, I'm going to get cute, going to get my coffee, going to get my journal, my indie playlist, and I'm just going to like write some amazing poetry. But my, the amazing poetry usually happens after 2 a.m. when I'm like done having a crying session and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey at least at least you're you know making the effort to go and I yeah right it. <laughs> honesty oh my gosh no but for real and I think a lot of you know you look at different singers and just lyrics and songs that they've written and a lot of the best songs are you know coming from when they've been through that really dark place and they're like yeah I wrote this you know on a napkin on the airplane when yeah. I was done, I don't know, just like random, random stuff like that. So I think a lot of people who are, you know, in this creative kind of realm can understand that and relate to that. Like, I've definitely had ideas where I'm just like out and about or just like somewhere random and I have to like pull out my phone and write it and I still need to go through my notes and just clean it up because there are so many random ideas and things that I'm just like, oh, what is this? Like, what does this even mean? You know, like, yeah, like sometimes random it's, stuff. it happens best when you're not forcing it. And it just like happens mm-hmm. at the most random times. Exactly, exactly. And I think you just have to try even if you're if you're sitting down and you're like, okay, I want to write a book, I want to do this, like, you can't force it. But I think there are things you can do to make it easier for yes. you. Yeah. Or there's like, different I don't know writing exercises or just things that you can do to kind of get inspired like especially if you're looking for an idea and you're not really sure where to start because what I've found happens is people are you know very passionate about all kinds of things which I think is awesome but it's a matter of like picking one of those and kind of putting it into some type of project because it's hard if you take like if I were to take everything that I'm passionate about and then like you know put it all into like one project or into my business sometimes things can get kind of like chaotic and it might not necessarily make sense so 
I think it's important to like kind of sit down and be like, okay, this is kind of the theme that I'm going for. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like, usually, um, I feel like most of it in box memories, it's stuff that I went through, but I also incorporated like, sometimes um, Amra and I would be having a sleepover and I would be going through something or she would be going through something and like, whatever she would be going through, I would write about it, but, like, from my perspective or sometimes from her perspective. So I got a lot of material just, like, writing about her Mm -hmm. experiences, too. And sometimes Uh when I'm, like, out, I'll try to, like, when I'm at Barnes & Noble, like, I'll do some people watching and I'll try to, like, think of, like, oh, like, what would his story be or what would her story be and just, like, just start writing stuff and, like, trying to get, like, my, like, creative mind flowing and stuff like that. I love that you said that because I feel like I do the same thing. Like if I'm at the airport and I have like, I don't know, hours to kill or something, which maybe not hours. I'm usually running late, but let's just (laughs) say I'm waiting at my gate or something. And no, seriously, like people watching, like that is the best place. And it's like you think about people that you cross paths with. I mean, obviously not right now with what's going on in the world, but just like from your day to day, it's like you never know what someone else is like really going through. And yeah. it's like, yeah, I always, I don't know. And maybe this is just me, but I'm always like thinking, oh, I wonder what that person like went through in the last year. Or I wonder, you know, what they're thinking and just different stuff like that. I don't know. It's, it's really crazy and kind of eye opening. It puts things into perspective for yourself too. Yeah. And it's just, it's so fun to do that sometimes. It's just like, I don't, I've done that like a couple of times. I'll just be sitting at Barnes and Noble and I'm just like, looking at somebody and I'm like oh well what would their story be and just start writing something up and you know maybe sometimes I get something good out of it sometimes you know I don't but yeah it's just it's a good that's a good exercise yeah I think so anyone listening that wants to write a book this is something that you can (laughs) try (laughs) yeah exactly exactly oh my goodness so when you started writing and I know that you know, obviously you said like after having these crying sessions and writing these poems and everything that came out of it, like, of course that was difficult because while part of the book is about, you know, kind of what happened after some of it is before. So I can imagine that it's hard to open up about your struggles with, you know, just with your sister, with your mom or your close friend or whoever, but to actually open up about it and know that it's going to be, publish for other people to see which I know you didn't realize I guess on what scale it would be seen but regardless like you were going to publish it people were going to see it so how was that like how did you overcome or I don't know if it's something you can overcome but just kind of like accept that whatever you're writing is you know anyone can see it essentially um well honestly it was really really scary at first um it's just it's Anytime you put yourself out there like that, you know, obviously it's scary. Like maybe you want to put um, like you want to put like your art out there. Like it's scary what like mm-hmm. people are going to think about it. But my main thing was just I wanted to like at least help one person, like to at least just let one person know like, hey, I went through this. Um, it happens to everybody and it's OK to talk about it. So that's the only like that's how like what I kept reminding myself. I was just like. I have to do this like maybe it helps one person like that's why that's the only thing that kept me going was like I might help somebody with this and like the feedback that I got from it was just insane like I had so many people like messaging me and opening up to me about like 
how they felt about some of the pages and like sharing their experiences about it. And that made everything that like all the fear that I went through for this, it made everything like so worth it. Um, and it was just like, I was just scared about what people that like know me would say about it. I was just scared. Like, cause I was struggling with this for a really long time, like the depression and not a lot of people knew that. So I was just like, Oh my God, like, what are they going to say when they find that out? What are they going to say when like, cause I have some really dark stuff in there. So I was like, I wonder what, like what they're going to say when they read mm -hmm. that. But the main thing that just kept me going was like my family and my friends just like instilled so much confidence in me and just like the thought of helping somebody that's what kept me going like through it yeah absolutely I mean if you have that support system I think that's the most important thing because you're gonna have points where you're kind of second guessing yourself and this isn't anything that if you're really like passionate about something if you really care about something you know of course you're gonna kind of like second guess yourself and maybe think like oh is this is this really important is this something that people are actually going to read what are people going to think but it all kind of goes back to that quote that says you know everything that you want is on the other side of fear so it's yeah. like once you finally are like okay I'm just gonna do this and whatever happens happens you know if even if things didn't go so well you know at least it's an experience and at least you can say that you tried because it's like imagine if you hadn't published this and if you hadn't you know tried like would you have reached that many people and would you have had that much of an impact on other people's lives you know like that's another thing to think about yeah too, and it's so. insane to like just sit here and look back on it because I think it was like a week before I like finally submitted it I was just like I just didn't want to do it just because I was I was so scared and I almost deleted everything then and there but my friends just kept me going and so did like my parents they were just like you know like it's gonna be okay it's always my mom was like it's always better than what you think it'll be like most of the fear like it's just it's all in your head it's always better than what you think it's gonna be and she was right I mean like now when I look back on it like it's just insane how many opportunities I would have missed if I let my fear take over me you know what I mean and it all comes from yourself too, right? It's like, even though, you know, everyone's encouraging you and saying like, you should just do it. Like it has to come from within yourself and you have to like, ultimately you're going to be the one that's going to go through with it and do it. So yeah, it's literally just a matter of like taking that leap and putting it into action. So I think it's awesome. And it's great that, you know, the feedback was overwhelmingly positive. Um, yeah. And I, I guess just, one thing. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. You're, we're both like starting at the same time. Oh, we're so excited. We just have so much no, to say about right this. <laughs> um, yeah. I love it. Yeah. And the thing about the feedback, I mean, it's just, it's, it's so insane because there's so many people like on Instagram that like, maybe like I'll comment on their stuff or we'll have like a few conversations here and there that I never would have like, after the book came out and they opened up like, hey, I struggled with this. Hey, I struggled with this. Like, I never would have guessed it. And it's just, it's so insane. Like, how many of us are struggling with, like, depression and anxiety and things like that? And we're just scared to talk about it because we're scared about what our community is going to say. But, like, it's okay mm -hmm. to talk about it. It's okay, you know. And even if you don't want to talk about it publicly, like, it's okay to talk to your friends about it, to try and talk to your parents about it. And I know it's hard with our parents because to them, it's like, that's not real. But like, it mm -hmm. just, it, 
it takes time for them to come around too because that's how my parents were too and it was really hard for me like to open up to them about what I was going through but like once we've like they finally started to understand like our relationship got so much better because like they could understand why I was doing this or why I didn't want to do this that's my main thing like even with this book I just want to let everybody know it's okay and it gets better it always gets better when I was at that low point last March lowest point I've ever been in my life I thought there was like no coming back from this I'm at rock bottom I'm never gonna turn myself around but like now looking back that girl that I was it's just like it breaks my heart for her for who I used to be but I'm also so proud of myself of everything that I've overcome because like it always gets better and I just that's what I just my main message that like I want to get out to people I think that's awesome. And seriously, it's it's hard. It's going to be hard to open up about these things no matter what you do. But it's just a matter of, I think, doing it and, you know, trusting people too to like hear you out. And yeah. Things like that. So it's, yeah. I mean, I think when I, I'm trying to remember now how I found out about the book, I think trying to remember I'm pretty sure Minella sent it to me and she was like oh my god look like look at this girl in her book and I had no clue like who you were I had no idea I was just like oh my god this is so cool like she wrote a book and I was like I'm always like oh yeah I want to like reach out to her and like see you know because it's cool like it's so cool when you see people like who are you know in our community like doing stuff like that so um I think that's awesome. I thought maybe, honestly, like the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, she's probably like published like, you know, two or three other books or something. <laughs> like it just seemed like so put together and just very kind of organized and just everything was just like, here it is, bam. It's, <laughs> it's insane. I know a lot of the feedback was very positive and just, you know, people were excited that they were reading this and reading poems where it's almost like you know it could be someone else's story too right and that's why it's so relatable but one important thing I think to ask you know with anyone that's successful anything that you do you're gonna have people who are negative and maybe don't really believe in what you're doing or just have things to say that are just like seriously like why did you have to say that kind of stuff like that so Did you find that you got any like negative feedback or how would you like go about dealing with that? Um, For the longest time, I don't think I can, I can't remember the first time I actually heard something negative about it just because I try to, I like, I have a really small circle of friends and that I only try to surround myself with like positive people. Right. So I think the first time I heard somebody say something negative about it, I don't, I can't remember where I was at. I think it was at, like Starbucks or something. And it's always somebody that like has no idea who you are. They have no idea <laughs> what you're going through. You maybe you haven't talked to them in years, but like they have something to say. And it's just like I I used to be really really phased by it and really really hurt when I hear things like that. But now it's just like you don't know me why would I you know like why would I care about your opinion you don't even know me like you don't even know who I am like you knew me from like two years ago but you don't know who I am so it's like why would I let your opinion affect me and hearing it especially about a book that I poured my heart and soul into it was hard for me at first hearing people talk crap but my friend Amra she was just like she's basically the one that like helped me get over that she was just like you have to realize like these people like they don't know you anymore. Like, when was the last time you talked to them? Like, they they don't know what you've been through. Like, they're literally doing nothing, just, like, sitting behind a screen. 
and Mm -hmm. talking crap about people and I was just like you know what you're right (laughs) she was like you're a bestseller and they're not and I was like okay you're right (laughs) so I haven't really given it much thought after that honestly (laughs) that's awesome what that's a good friend too that's great yes I love her she's literally like anytime (laughs) I've been like swaying in my confidence she's like stop you need to recognize who you are. And like, that's my thing that I'm like, you know what, she's right. And I've been like carrying that with me ever since. And it's just like, you know, my thing, like to these negative people, it's like, somebody talking like bad about you, like, there's something going on with them, and they're taking it out on other people. And I'm only saying that. Yeah. And it's like, I'm only saying that because I used to be one of those people. Like, I know what it's like, having all that hatred inside of you and like you're taking it out on anybody like I know what it's like I used to be that kind of person and like thank god I'm not anymore but it's like they're hurting from something I don't know what but it's just like I just I don't know just send love their way ignore them whatever but Mm -hmm. they're going through something themselves and they're taking it out on other people so I try not to take it too personally now yeah, a lot of times it just comes from, you know, insecurity or yeah. a lot of times people are just jealous or they're like, oh, well, I had that idea, you know, and back in the day, I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, which one of us actually made it happen? Right. You know, like, <laughs> kind of thing. Like, I never say anything. I'm like, okay, cool, you know, whatever. But also it's interesting, um, too. It's really funny because it's like kind of the opposite. So it's like people that, you know, maybe you haven't talked to them in a couple years, but you know, whatever, you know who they are, they know who you are. And then it's like, you go and, you know, publish this book or do this thing. And all of a sudden these people are like, I don't know if you had this happen, but that kind of happened with Balkan Bread in a way a little bit, like people that you hadn't talked to for a while. And then they like, see that you have this business going and they're like, Oh, Hey, like, how are you? You know, how's life? Like, how's everything going? And I'm like, okay, like now you want to, you know, whatever. But anyway, no, I think it's, I think it's great that it's bringing people together and getting people to be more comfortable about just opening up about things that they've gone through. So the next thing to talk about and kind of touch on and obviously you definitely don't have to give all of this away but I do think it'll be helpful for any of our listeners who are interested in publishing a book or just publishing any kind of writing like when I was in college one of the things that I did for I think three years yeah I didn't do it freshman year I wrote for Odyssey, which is this content creation platform. And basically you would just like turn in an article every week. And eventually I like ended up running like the community at my college or whatever. But that was always something really fun. And like, even though I was just making, you know, like, I don't know, like 50 bucks a month or an extra hundred dollars each month just from doing that, it was cool to see like your name on something and being published somewhere is like one of the coolest things so what advice like what would be the first step like where would I start like if I wanted to publish a book okay um so I would say first off decide if you want to go with a traditional publishing house or if you want to go um the self-publishing route but if you decide the self-publishing route the way that I did Um, especially if you go through Amazon, it's the easiest and the quickest thing ever. All you have to do is just make sure you have your manuscript done and that you have your cover done, or you can create a cover through KDP Amazon. And then all you need is an Amazon account. So basically it takes literally not even two minutes to submit your book. All you have to do is log in through KDP Amazon, um, just 
click that you want to create a new title, enter the information, submit the manuscript, submit the cover. And then within like 24 to 72 hours, I think, I think it's up to 72 hours. Um, it's published and it's available on their website. Like that's literally it. Wow. I think you're I know, and it's like, mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the thing is like, you know, having um, a published book, like it isn't like it is a huge accomplishment, but it doesn't have to be an intimidating process. And it's not reserved for only a handful of people. Like this is what I also try like to get across to people like this is for everybody. Everybody has a story to tell. There's room for in the literacy world for all of us. Like it's the quickest, the easiest process. Like and if you like if you want to do it, you could literally get it published within a week you know what I mean and it's just like it's so easy and I hate how some people make it seem like it's this like crazy hard process only for a certain amount of people only like some elite person could do it like it's not it's so easy and it's you know we all have something to offer the world and like I just want all of our stories to get out there and it's so easy and anybody that's messaged me I'm like yeah this is how you do it and I'll like send you everything for how to do it like it's so easy and I just wish more people knew that. Um, it's just, it's made to like intimidate people. And like, I have no idea why. I always think of JK Rowling and like Harry Potter sending it to all of these like publishing houses. And, like, yeah, and having rejected it rejected and, like, and everything. Yeah, like that's what I would first think of, you know. But now so many people are creating not only books, but also just like online courses and just all of this like you know written kind of consumable content online so if you want to publish an ebook or just your know, regular book whatever like it's out there and you're able to do it and I think it's great that you share that too because I find that I mean obviously depending on you know what your business is or what you're doing you know sometimes people don't want to I guess, be a service like to others, like, obviously, there's certain, you know, things about my business that I just, you know, can't discuss, like, it's confidential, like, you know, that's my business. But at the same time, it's like, if someone were to ask, you know, oh, how can I get started with, you know, printing on clothes or things like that? And I'm like, oh, well, literally, I would just say, you know, what I did is I went on Google. And it's like, basic and dumb as that sounds, like, just look (laughs) at different options. And I'm like, either you go one of two ways you do, like a wholesale and you just buy in bulk and get a printing machine and do everything which is very expensive or you know there's other options out there where it's like print on demand services so literally anyone could do it like you're saying but I think sometimes people are like oh well you know they're so successful like I couldn't do that but like at the same time it's like yeah you literally could do it but it takes a certain kind of person. Like if you really want to make it into something and into a brand, like you have to have that within yourself too. And like, you know, be inspired to like try out different things. I've seen so many people now too. It's really interesting. When I first started this brand and I was just kind of following different accounts and, you know, looking at what other people were doing. And now everyone knows who Eastern Kitchen is. My friend Amina runs the account. She's awesome. I literally remember her account was 400 followers or something like that. And me and her ended up reaching out to each other and we're like oh yeah we should like do a giveaway or you know just do something and now I think she has like thousands of followers which is crazy and then all these people now are starting like cooking Instagram accounts so it's just interesting like to see how all of that kind of started like just from that one idea and that one person and now it's like kind of taken over I'm not saying like copy someone's idea because it's like totally not cool but I think 
if you get inspired and you want to try it out for yourself, like it's out there for you, which is pretty cool. I mean, I know a lot of people make things sound hard and intimidating, but there's also so many people that would be willing to help you. Like, like I'm not intimidated by anybody. I want all of us to make it. Mm-hmm. Your success has nothing to do with mine. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. That's exactly. And I think sometimes people like get caught up in it and they're like, oh, well, that's like gonna, you know, threaten my whatever. Like, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's just yeah. people's pride getting in the way. I have no idea. Of course, it yeah, depends and like, like on I the could, situation. Yeah, no, for sure. And it's like, I could sit here and be like, no, I don't want any other Bosnian girls publishing books. Like, I want to be the only one in the Bosnian community. But it's like, no, like, that's not what it's about. And it's like, yeah. none of our stories are the same. Like, my story is different than yours. Like, you have something completely different to offer the world than what I have. And it's like, why would I hold you back? Like, why would I not want to help you? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You have to have that mentality. If you're putting anything out there, it's like, that's the thing too I'm like you know you could try it you could do it but like what good is it gonna be for me to like not help someone I don't know and that could just be like something that comes out of your character too like as a person but um yeah I think it's great that we're all willing to help each other and we're all really in this together like I'm so happy to like celebrate other people's successes and things that they're doing in their communities and I I try to like post about it and share it with you guys and whether it's like a nonprofit or another business or just you know like your book like anything like that I think is super important to highlight and just get out there so Now that we have this book published, um, I guess the next question would be, is there going to be a book number two or do you have other kind of writing plans for the future? Um, So as soon as I had published Box Memories, I was like immediately working on the second book. Um, So I've been like experimenting with some different writing styles and like trying to work on like the formatting that I want maybe I want that to be different and I've been like I've kind of decided that I want the second book to um, further explore the same themes of the first book Um, I'm just going to go into more depth with certain things and in the first book it was a lot of I was writing um, from my experience and from my like friends experience things that happened but in the second book I've been experimenting with like writing about Um, stuff that I'll just like maybe see in dreams or something like that like I'll have a dream about like some scenario that happened and I'll like wake up and like write something about it so I'm like exploring different writing techniques and stuff like that Um, I'm really 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 excited for the second one I think it's gonna be a lot better than the first one just because the first one it was a lot of like trial and error like you know it was my first time and I was like super nervous about it didn't like 100% know how it was gonna like go about if people were even gonna like it um and now I've just kind of taken like all the feedback that people have given me and realized like you know what's working what isn't working what people want to read more of um so yeah I've just I'm every single day I'm like adding something to it and taking something out so I haven't like finalized it yet but I would say my goal is maybe to get it published by August of this year too. Fingers crossed. <laughs> we'll oh, see. that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I definitely, and I think too, it's like you want to be, you can never be like 100% sure of, you know, something before you do it, but at least to kind of have like, you know, the general basis of it down. But I think that's awesome. And it's really admirable how even after, you know, that one, 
got published, you're like, oh, yeah, let me go ahead and start working on the next one. And I'm sure seeing all the positive feedback and everything was even more like of a motivation to sit down and be like, okay, like, let me work on something. Let me try and put out something that's even more exciting and something that might be a little bit different. And like you said, the first book, you know, it's the first book, like, of course, there's going to be things that maybe you look back on and be like, oh, you know, I could have done this differently or whatever, which I mean, it's fine. Like, it's all a learning process, right? Yeah. So I think that's awesome that the next one is being in the works and you're currently working on writing it. And also another thing to note is that, you know, you did all of this like while you're still in college, right? So it's like, this is something that you can do, like even if you're just doing your undergrad and maybe like, um, so is English your major? Are you majoring in something different? Oh no. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, (laughs) let's talk about that. I'm like completely on the other spectrum of that. No, actually, what I wanted to do, like, whenever I was in high school and, like, so obsessed with writing, I just, like, my dream was, like, oh, my God, I want to be a journalist. I want to do this. I want to do that. Um, But, like, I didn't end up doing that. So I ended up just doing business. And now I'm focused on PR, public relations right now. Um, So that's what I'm doing. But I don't think I'm ever going to, like, really give up the whole writing thing. I think that's something I'm going to, like, I think I'm always going to be like, hopefully I can always create and make published books and stuff like that. Cause like, that's, that's what my passion is, but um, yeah, yeah, not, not an English major, sadly. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it's tough. I mean, especially with, I mean, that's a whole other conversation. It's just like majoring in college and picking something that, you know, will help you later on down the line, get a job and stuff like that. But I mean, it really doesn't matter because at the end of the day, if it's something that you're passionate about, and it's something that you want to do, like, you know, you can be whatever doing nursing for, you know, it doesn't matter. But like, if you want to write a book, you want to write a book, like, yeah, and that's also my thing. Like, you know, like I, like I said earlier, like, this isn't limited to anybody, like everybody can do this. Um, And it's just like, even with being in college and like my major has absolutely nothing to do with being an author and stuff like that it's just like you know you can still do it it's not limited to just certain people everybody can do this um and like everybody has a different story to tell and I just want everybody to get their story out there because our stories matter right Amina (laughs) yes they do (laughs) love that love that this is subtle had to pl- plug that in there. <laughs> yes, it's it's now um, trademarked, so that way make sure nobody takes that away <laughs> away from me. <laughs> oh my gosh, no, but yeah, and honestly though, I think like going back to like because business PR, like I feel like that still has something to do with writing and putting this book out there. And there's a lot that you can do with a business degree or with a communications degree, like, I feel like those two are very transferable. Like you can, you can do a lot with it versus if you do something that's like more um, down, like a medical path, like that's very like point A, point B, point C, like everything's kind of laid out for you versus if you decide to do business or, you know, calm or whatever, it's a little bit more, I guess, flexible in a way in terms of like jobs that you can get, but also just like different projects and things that, you're exposed to like in the classroom as well. So I think that's awesome. And I hope this was motivating for everyone listening. If you're interested in publishing a book, we definitely think you should go and do it because why not? Everyone's stuck (laughs) at home anyway. So we have nothing else to do right now. 
Yeah, I mean, even even if you're like, you know, just want to write something about being in quarantine, or I don't know, like, that would be an interesting book idea if anyone wants to, I don't know. Yeah, and I feel that. like, I mean, we have, like, all the time right now. I mean, we're all yeah. stuck at home. That, I mean, that's what I've been doing. I've just, like, every day I've been trying to, like, edit and, like, add on to what I want to, you know, do to this book and stuff like that. And it's just, we have, like, all the time right now, so it's, like, why not just start and run with some ideas that you have right now do you have any just parting words for our listeners just anything else that you want to mention um thank you guys for listening whoever is listening (laughs) this was like I was so so nervous to do this Amina knows I was telling her um but I'm just I'm really happy to further let you guys know like that it's okay to talk about things like mental health and it's okay to open up about it. And even if even if you're not ready to open up about it, I am and I'm I'm here for you. You can read about my story and you can message me privately. I'm always open to talk to anybody about anything that they have going on. I will put the link to Boxed Memories. If you guys haven't read it yet, definitely go pick up a copy and just all of your like social links and stuff like that. So that way, if anyone has any like specific questions, they can definitely just reach out to you. Um, But yeah, I think that's everything. Thank you guys again for listening to the podcast. And as always, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever platform that you like the best, definitely take a screenshot of this episode. Be sure to post it on your Instagram and tag us at Balkan Bread so that way we can see that you're listening. And if you guys are interested or know someone that's interested in being featured on an upcoming podcast episode, definitely send us an email It's hello at balkanbread.com. So that's it for this episode. Thank you guys again for listening and we will talk to you next time.